Welcome to the Functional Wellness Podcast with your host, Dr. Allison debardo Goggin. This show is bringing you the best in functional medicine, the mindset of healing with a dose of inspiration. Dr. Allison is committed to helping you understand your body and symptoms by finding the root cause and then working with simple and effective treatments to get you back to feeling your best. Dr. Allison has authored multiple books on hormones, pregnancy, and healing, and is the owner of Little Black Bag Functional Medicine. Please welcome your host, Dr. Allison. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Dr. Allison, and I am so excited today to share with you a little bit more about SIBO, which is a small intestine bacterial overgrowth. It is incredibly common. So many people have it, but they don't realize they have it because the symptoms are so similar to other digestive issues. It's just really often missed. So what we're going to do today, I'm going to share a story with you. I'm going to tell you a lot more about what SIBO is, what the signs and symptoms are, and then how to test for it and how to work with it so you can move through this experience, be done with it, and get your life back. So my husband has SIBO, but we didn't realize it for a really long time. He was having severe acid reflux. He was having chest pain so bad that he thought he was having a heart attack. He had splitting migraines. And so we went through everything that we could naturally to work with his stomach. And he ended up going through the VA system because he's a veteran. And they put him on a medication that caused him to have panic attacks. He lost his breath. He couldn't go for walks. He usually walks like six miles and all of a sudden with this medication, he couldn't make it like half a mile without something happening to his body. So the doctor actually said, it's not the medication, it's just anxiety, stay on it. And it was just really defeating because there weren't really any other options. So what we did is we did the breath test and really just started to figure out where this was coming from, which was his small intestine. So every time he ate carbs and ate food, he would just have acid reflux no matter what he ate. It even got so bad where he was throwing up in his mouth. He couldn't work out without throwing up, but he just pushed through it because he was a strong guy, right? So we really had been working on food, figuring out what's triggering him, and really, after starting his new protocol, he felt relief within three days. For the first time in 10 years, he had relief. Isn't that amazing? So let's dive into a little bit more about SIBO. It is S-I-B-O, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. And what happens is the normal healthy bacteria from the large intestines flow back and overpopulate the small intestines. Well, small intestines actually have a low amount of bacteria, which allows the body to better absorb nutrition. It keeps food moving through the intestines. And when we take probiotics, it's really to get into the large intestine. So what happens many times is people who have low stomach acid, a lot of stress, they've been using antacids for a long time, or even proton pump inhibitors, Maybe you've been drinking alkaline water and it's just overflowed your system and made it more alkaline. Your digestive system should be acidic. Your blood system and your tissue should be alkaline. So sometimes when we do too many things that are alkaline, it can throw off our digestive system. Of course, a weakened immune system allows bacterial to overgrow. And if you've been in a car accident, had trauma, whiplash, if you've had any compromise to your nervous system, that can reduce 
the movement in your intestines. So food stays in there longer, bacteria stays in there longer, and it can't get out, which leads to that overgrowth. So SIBO is diagnosed typically by symptoms, but also by a breath test. So what you can do is you drink a liquid and it's a sugar solution to activate the bacteria in the small intestines. Your breath is then tested for the next 90 minutes and I prefer the three hour test and it's looking for methane and hydrogen. So when these bacteria eat up all these sugars, they're creating those two gases. When you do a two hour, a one hour breath test, sometimes that solution doesn't get into the deep section of the small intestine. So always go for that three hour breath test. Always ask and make sure you're getting methane and hydrogen tested because that's really important to look for both because there's different types of bacteria. And you can do this at home. You can do it at a lab core, any a doctor's office. It doesn't matter. Just get it done. Another option is to do a biopsy of the small intestines, which is actually the most accurate way, but it's also costly. It's also painful. And most physicians will do a trial of medication just to see if it affects your symptoms, um, which can be really helpful as well. So let's get into treatment. There's four different treatment options for managing SIBO. The most important is diet. The next is antibiotics by prescription or herbal antibiotics, and then the elemental diet. So traditional treatment is antibiotics, which you can do typically one to three courses and then be tested again. Research shows that there's between 64% success rate. Um, some people have 44% success rate. The SIBO is something that is very difficult to treat because it's along the entire length of that small intestine. So you do have to be very diligent. Don't give up and keep up with it. Keep up with testing. The herbal portion of antibiotics can be just as effective. So I can't say that they're going to cure, prevent, treat, do anything like that, but research does show that herbal support like berberine can reduce the amount of bacteria in the small intestines and help with that. So that is what I do. Um, I use a pack for H. pylori, yeast, parasites, and that in combination with essential oils helps to eliminate the overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestines. Now it does take longer. So with antibiotics, you know, you're looking at 10 day treatments over a certain amount of time. And sometimes that's typically about two months. With the herbal supplements, you're looking at anywhere from three to six months, depending on how severe the infection is, depending on how consistent you are with your diet, with your supplements. So consistency, again, is the number one thing. The elemental diet is something that isn't talked about often because it has to be monitored by a physician. It is a liquid diet similar to a protein shake, but it has nutrition that's easily assimilated by the body and the intestines. It requires a lot less work for the intestines. So if it's you have a severe, severe infection, you can do this in conjunction of working with a physician. Don't go out and just drink protein shake. That's not going to help you. But it's a great way to boost your nutrition, boost your absorption, eliminate the bacteria, eliminate the food source of the bacteria, and move on, right? 
So diet really is the number one factor in managing SIBO symptoms and preventing relapse, but every person's physiology can be so different that so many SIBO guys actually contradict each other. So if you're listening to this, you might say, well, I Google this and it says you can eat this type of food, or this person says I can't, what do I do? Really ideally is to just start tracking, tracking your symptoms, tracking your food, see what's working for you. Definitely focus on those low FODMAP foods. So that's F-O-D-M-A-P. And you can look up those lists. What we actually do is we have um, that low FODMAP and high FODMAP food list saved on our phone. So when we go grocery shopping or we're doing our meal planning, we go, oh, let's eat this. And then we go back through the list. And like, oh, no, I can't. So once you get used to what foods you can and can't have, it's much easier. The biggest things that you need to avoid as far as supplements and additives are fiber because fiber feeds the bacteria. Pre and probiotics also feed the bacteria. So I recommend staying away from all probiotics until you are cleared of the SIBO. I do have a very specific um, probiotic from Apex Energetics that is safe for people who have SIBO. So that is one time I will recommend that, but probiotics, prebiotics are off the table. Inulin is another additive that's often in supplements and foods that will feed the bacteria. Galactin, starch and sugar, um, gluten, obviously one. And then I always mess this one up, but it's fructooligosaccharides. So that is the FODMAP of the sugar types that we need to avoid. So most protein shakes, a lot of probiotics have additives that fuel, that feed the small intestine bacteria. So check all of your supplements, check your shakes, check your powders, check your foods. What are you doing? So the other thing, of course, is gluten, carbs, pretzels, pizza, all of that will feed the small intestine bacteria. You can try gluten-free. Uh, my husband does do fairly well with gluten-free foods. However, um, sometimes there are still some problems. So we have to be careful. Some brands of gluten-free is great. Um, some are not. It just depends. The other thing that you need to do when you're looking at different foods is eggs, coffee, um, and really garlic and onions. Those are the biggest ones for people who have the SIBO infection because those are the biggest feeders. Now, most people will say eggs are just fine. I really recommend that you give it a break. So Jake was eating eggs every morning and he had horrible acid reflux. So he took a break, acid reflux stopped. And a couple weeks ago, I think he actually reintroduced eggs. And he's like, oh, I'm fine. I don't have this reaction anymore. But he kept eating them. And because of the leaky gut issues, because of the food sensitivities and his immune system, the acid reflux with the eggs came right back. So he's off of eggs again. But he does fine with eggs when they're baked into foods. So again, you have to play with it. And let's talk a little bit about supplements. You know, initial support is really to remove that excess bacteria with herbs. I love essential oils for this. The next step after that, so doing that for about three months, is enzymes to improve acid and pH levels. Because remember, our stomach has a lot of acid in it. Our small intestine should also have a lot of acid in it to reduce this bacteria. We want to do things to soothe the gut, like glutamine, 
aloe, marshmallow, slippery elm. That will also help with the leaky gut issue, improve the immune system. So we're you know, kind of doing everything all at once. And then in a few months, we can start talking about probiotics. But again, make sure that there's no prebiotics, inulin, or additives, things that will flare up the SIBO. So you don't want to have a reactivation. Okay, let's keep going. So exercise right now, there's no current exercise, um, no current research on the effects of exercise and SIBO. But because of the ability of exercise to improve gut motility, I would strongly recommend exercising every day. So walking is great for gut motility, um, strength training, yoga, whatever works for you. I would recommend that you focus on low impact movements, um, keeping your heart rate on the lower end of the spectrum because increasing cortisol overtraining increases inflammation, increases stress on your nervous system, and that will impact your immune system, how well you fight the infection, and will slow down your recovery time. So just make sure that whatever you're doing, that you're not so worn out afterwards that you have to go take a three-hour nap. That's what you're doing. It's not the right exercise for you. And then the fun part to talk about is additional functional support. So one of the reasons that the small intestine slows down is because of lack of stimulation from the vagus nerve, which is why I brought up car accidents, traumas, falls, things like that will shut down the vagus nerve. And that nerve stimulates the movement of the intestines when it's weak or it's compromised. And that will also compromise the intestines. So a couple things that you can do to stimulate your vagus nerve is getting adjusted by your chiropractor. And then you can choose one of the following. So aggressive gargling, gargling twice a day will also help stimulate the vagus nerve. Gagging with a tongue depressor or coffee stick, something that's gentle, but really we recommend gagging to tears because you really have to activate that vagus nerve. And then coffee or water enemas will also help stimulate the vagus nerve. So you don't have to do all of these every day, a couple times a day. Pick one. Um, usually most people choose gargling because that's the easiest. And stick with that twice a day. Set a timer on your phone. Do it when you're brushing your teeth. That's just fine. The other thing that is really, really, really important but often overlooked is to make sure that you're eating every three to four hours. If you have too much food in your system, in your small intestines, it's just going to be constantly feeding that bacteria. So make sure you break up your meals. You are the ideal candidate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, no snacks in between. So that way you eliminate the food that the bacteria is eating. You can still do intermittent fasting if that's the program that you're on. Just again, make sure you're eating every three to four hours and no snacking between because that will help keep your intestines moving. You can always ask your doc for a prescription for a prokinetic, which will also help stimulate the movement of your small intestines. Just make sure that you're not overloading your body with too much food. And again, how long does it take to feel better? I mean, really anyway, anywhere from a few days to weeks to months. Going back to your original lifestyle, though, may take months to years. The key is really to be consistent with your supplements, treatments, food, exercise. Look at your body as a whole. Make a plan as a whole. Not that you're just treating your small intestines, but that you're working on your inflammation, your immune, your gut health, everything all at once. 
And remember to always evaluate your stress levels, your nervous system, your digestive power, your hormone balance. This will all play a part in how your body is supported and able to overcome SIBO. So if you are looking for personalized support, I would love to be the person that would help you. You can schedule a free 30-minute consultation online at Little Black Bag Medicine. We can go over your symptoms, make sure that this is the right path for you. I do have all of my patients do their testing at home to make it really easy. So you can get your SIBO test kit, drink at home, do the test at home, and mail it into the lab. And you get your results in about one week. So we can make it really easy for you. All right, I hope this was helpful for you. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My email is yourwildoc at gmail.com or find me on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks.